And so when I heard about Peloton, I was like, oh, I, I should get that. But then the thought of like working out at home and then my kids really look forward to going to the Y. So that didn't, at that time, it just didn't really make sense for me. And then I looked up the price. I'm like, who about to pay um $600 for a spin bike? Hello and welcome to Family Planet 365. I'm your host, Melina Jackson, and I am so glad that you have decided to join us today. It is so nice to deliver a new podcast this week, all new episode, and I'm excited about today's topic. We are talking about climbing the leaderboard. Do you know what the leaderboard is? Do you know what climbing the leaderboard truly means? If not, you're in the right place. Don't worry about it because I've got you covered. I um, am excited about this topic and I think it will really, um, it's a treat for you. It will really, really get you um, the insight that you didn't know that you needed, (laughs) right? But how is everyone? How is your week going? Um, Happy Friday. I am so excited. You know, one of the things I wanted to do, I said I was going to start sharing like news that things in the news or in the media that I think deserves my um insight okay and one of them is i don't know if you heard but the brat announced that she is expecting her first baby yay um do you know who the brat is the brat is a rapper and i do not know her real name i'm gonna look at it right now because i never i never thought to look up the brat's real name but anyway why is that and why am i bringing that up well because she's gonna be a mother And I think that's really cool because we're here at Family Planet 365. We celebrate and salute parents because it is my intention that by supporting you and uplifting you and helping you, you know, feel like you can win, that you'll actually transfer that energy to your children. And then your children will walk in through this life feeling like they can accomplish major things and that they are all that. And then the world is a better place, right? So I always say it's uplifting parents and, and guardians for the um, the empowerment of the children, for the greater good of the family. So that's why I'm excited about the brat. But her real name is Shante Harris Dupart. I think I'm pronouncing that right, Dupart. But we know her as the brat, right? So get this. She announced that she is five months pregnant. Wow. Amazing. Congratulations. But she's well into her 40s. When I read that, I was like, wow, I did not not realize that she was into, you know, like over 45. I think she's 47, as a matter of fact. And all I could think was, just breathe. I could not imagine carrying a child at that age. And I'm only, I'm 45. So, wow. You know, when you really want something, you do whatever it takes. That's, that's what I take from this because how many times have so many women been told like, Oh my goodness, you're 35 is too late, you know? And yeah, there are a lot of um, risks that are involved when you are expecting later in life, but if you want it, you got it, go get it. Right. And so that's like right in your face 
real life on the field illustration of someone who is doing that and kudos to her. I wish her the very best. Oh my goodness. I just think about all the things to come. Do y'all remember not being like not getting sleep? Just think about that for a moment, like how far we've come. And for those who are in it, just know that it goes by super fast. It doesn't feel like it's super fast, but it does. But just like no sleep or broken sleep for like the next two years of your life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I cannot, I can, I don't know how we did it. I really don't. I really don't. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, how, how do, how do we do that? Because it's a lot. And I would get stopped often, you know, people ask me, how do you do it? And I must say, you know, looking back, like you can do anything. Honestly, you really can. If you put your mind to it and you really want it, you could do anything. There's nothing stopping you, but you, you already know this, but the way that I got through it was by putting myself first. You know, I never missed a shower. I never missed like nail appointments or whatever it is I wanted for myself. There was a period because I noticed like in pictures that I wasn't getting my hair done as often. And I don't know if that was just time, not having the time, or if it wasn't a priority or if it was money. I don't remember, but I just was like, oh, my hair was pulled back in a bun again on this picture. I think I went through like two years of just wearing a bun. That's interesting. But my nails were done and my eyebrows, I used to get my eyebrows done and stuff. So I don't know. Maybe I didn't have a a hairstylist at the time. I can't remember. But I do know that that is part of the journey and being successful on the motherhood journey is putting yourself first. Hey, have you all read the book, my book? Um, You can have it all in date night too. how to reclaim your adult life as a mom. If not, check it out on Amazon. I think it's really good. It's a short read. I'm actually going to be working on um, an extended version of that book because I have more that I want to share as I'm now into like the teenage and college age years. So I'm going to um, create another version of that. But in the meantime, check out that book because if you are, I won't say struggling. I don't like that word struggling. But if you're feeling challenged as a parent, as a mom, especially I recommend it because in there, I talk about a lot of things like how you need to know yourself and um, how you, you seek your own approval. Like um, in these moms groups, you know, I would be a part, I was a part of moms of preschoolers, which I highly recommend you um, are better with the village. You are better with a circle of moms and dads versus trying to do this on your own. But it was, it seemed like a lot of them were just really after, um, having what's the word they really wanted acceptance and just feeling like oh am I doing a good job or oh this you know my child is doing this and I always felt like why why do you feel that you need that oh it goes back to you yeah so in the book I really talk about that and I actually on one of these episodes um a few years ago because the book came out in 2018 I did read a chapter um, about like not caring about what people think. So you can go back to the episode if you want to listen to that um, or just get the book on Amazon. But I am going to be redoing that book. And I think I might take it off of Amazon because I don't like the printing, the way the formatting is and the print, the printed book, the printed version. So I want to do it better. That's all. And add a lot more content 
because I have a lot more content in me to add to it. So that'll be coming to a bookshelf near you in 2023. And um, I'll be sure to share that with you. But in the meantime, check out the original version. It's You Can Have It All and Date Night 2. How to read, um, what is, how to, to, I just said it. You Can Have It All and Date Night 2. How to reclaim your adult life as a mom. Yeah, that was really important. Your adult life. Okay, so back to the podcast. Now, so congratulations to the, the brat. Welcome to the parenthood. Welcome to an amazing journey of spiritual upliftment <laughs> of sometimes questioning what have you done and to just being able to watch a human grow from a little bitty infant into a whole person like that's whack right I look at my son sometimes I'm like whoa that's a whole like that's a man crazy how did that happen but I must tell you it's so fun to watch I am truly enjoying this process and just enjoying the journey like Wow, these people really become like people. <laughs> I I guess it happened for me too, but I looking back, you know, one, one thing I wish I would have taken more video. Like I have a lot of photos, but I want more video because the video I have, you know, I have some video, but like how their voices were just so cute, like those little voices. And now they're, you know, they have normal voices, but just to be able to listen to those little voices again. So anyway, if you are, if you have little ones, I re- highly recommend that you take video um, of your children because you'll be amazed at the difference six months, a year, two years, three years can make. It's a world of difference. So yeah, I would give you that advice today. Pull out your iPhone, start taking video of everything. Not necessarily like their school plays and stuff. I never understood why or how parents will come to these school plays and vid- record the whole thing i would say get snippets of it but take it all in like don't spend the time on your phone recording it put you know take a few a video a few video clips and then put the phone down and really be present because it's in your mind's eye that you're really going to remember those things you're probably not going to go back and watch a whole play but you will watch snippets of the child singing or them doing something funny And it would really warm your heart when, you know, 18 years from now, you want to remember what it was like on that journey with them as little, little preschoolers, if you will. All right. So if you're just tuning in, of course, you've probably been listening from the beginning. I'm Alina Jackson from Family Planet 365. I am your host. I am so grateful to be here. And I think it is a privilege for me to be here with you today sharing my insight with you. Yay. So I was just talking about, um, I was reminiscing actually, and just congratulating, um, the brat, which made the news on Monday about her becoming a mother. Well, she's, you know, um, pregnant right now, or she's expecting, but she will be a mother soon and, or she'll be having the baby in her arms soon. I guess that's the correct way to say it. And I just think it's really cool. Like if you have the courage to, um, produce and reproduce at a later age. Like that takes a lot of courage. Um, cause it couldn't be me. That's all. Couldn't be me. But you know, when you really want something, like I said, you will do whatever it takes. Never forget that. Like when somebody's telling you like they want something and you don't see it, just know they don't, they don't really want it. Because if you, if you, when you really want something, you do what it, whatever it takes. You do 
you show up, you make it happen, you do whatever it takes. So that's, that's my takeaway from that story. Um, okay. So today's topic, climbing the leader board. All right. So let's get into some more story time, if you will. Okay. So about 2000, 2015, I think it was 2015. You ever heard of Peloton? Peloton. All right. Well, I remember I saw the commercial for Peloton. I was like, wow, what is that? I might want one of those. And because I've always enjoyed working out, you know, um, that came at a very early age. I love physical fitness. I just, you know what I like? I like the, um, I like the results you get physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, everything. I love what cardio does to the whole body. And I personally can't live without it. Now I can go like some weeks without working out. Like I I could do that. You know, sometimes I'll be like, I just don't feel like it, you know, or I just want to take it easy now. But when I'm in it, I do, I enjoy it. So, um, I always was like a member of the YMCA. I highly recommend the YMCA, although it has changed quite drastically, especially since COVID, right? But one of the things I loved about the YMCA was I would take all my kids and <laughs> we loved it. Um, they would do swim lessons there. They would go to childcare there. They would do arts and crafts. Um, our local YMCA would have like kids day where you go in and it's just a fun day for kids. So the YMCA, like Southwest Airlines, I highly recommend when you are with children. These other gyms and stuff don't get it quite like the YMCA because they're not centered around family, right? Just like airlines to me, like if you're traveling with a family, Southwest Airlines is the way to go. Oh my goodness. Like they should be totally be a sponsor. I need to work on that. And Carnival Cruise Lines, you have children. Those are the three main brands that should be in your life. The YMCA, Southwest Airlines, and Carnival Cruise Lines, because they get it. They get what it's like to be with children. You, st- you are an adult. You still want to have a good time. You still want to travel for the you know sake of Southwest, or you still want to cruise. And the YMCA, you still want to work out. You still want to have your, um, your time. They just get it. Those are just great family brands. Like, get them in your life. Now, what I will say, like I said before, the YMCA has changed because the child care is not as welcoming. You know, now it's just like, they use COVID as an excuse. Um, you know, we, you know, the child can't be here or, um, they have to have this. And so it's a lot more hassle, you know, that comes, that's the signs of the times, I guess. But for the most part, the YMCA saved me a lot because it was my time. Like I love group exercise. So I would go and do my step class three days a week. The kids look forward to it. Like literally I would pack, we would pack up snacks. They were taking cereal and milk. Cause I ordered these cute, bowls off of QVC a long time ago where you could put the cereal in the top, the dry cereal in the top part and then the milk in the bottom part. And it had like a spoon. And so I would pack that up and they would take it to the Y and have their snack. And then the Y would have them like work in the garden. Oh my God. They were like, they were living their best lives while I got to work out and make friends at the Y and talk to other moms and dads. And we would get our workout on and we were like taking all about our healthcare and stuff. So that was good. Like, I recommend that. Like, that is so good for you. 
Um, you parent better, you feel better about yourself, you get those endorphins going. So my kids, they will all load up with me and go. My husband be like, oh, they all going? I'm like, yeah, because they it's a club for them too. So where was I going with this? Okay. So, you know, they got older and stuff, so they aged out of childcare, which was fine. But then um 2015, so I was really going to the gym, going to the YMCA at this time. So when Pel- the Peloton came out, which I believe it was in 2015, I'm not sure. I haven't fact checked that, but it was like in the that time frame between 2015, maybe even earlier. But I remember I discovered it around 2015, 2016, something like that. And I remember thinking, I want that because I love to spin. Like I would spin at the Y. I would do my step class sometimes. Or I would go spinning. Like, it was so cool. Um, My instructor, Lori, who I love, Lori and Deb, they even made like a spin express class. Like, we would step for 30 minutes. Then we would go spin for 15 minutes. It was so cool. And um, I loved it. And so when I heard about Peloton, I was like, oh, I, I should get that. But then the thought of like working out at home and my kids really look forward to going to the Y. So that didn't, at that time, it just didn't really make sense for me. And then I looked up the price. I'm like, who about to pay um $600 for a spin bike? I think it was $600 then when it first came out. And so, you know, just dismissed it or whatever. And then 2018 came and I re- I looked at it again. I was like, hmm, maybe I'm going to, maybe I should get us um, that Peloton. Cause I, it started becoming a culture. Like I started following um, some of the instructors on Instagram because they're so inspirational and just like so gung-ho about life and I love that and I was like man I want to get in on their class like I want to take their class but again just kind of was like okay well I go to the Y and then two late years later COVID hit and everything shut down and I was like I'll be dog I should have had a Peloton but of course then you can't get one now because everybody's trying to get a Peloton because you know all the gyms are closed and there's no way like Peloton was going out of their mind. Like they were like, we can't even keep up with this. Like everybody wants a Peloton now. And I said, see, Melina, you should have ordered that Peloton in 2018. At least you would have just had it. But it was cool. You know, me and my husband decided, you know, during COVID, we just decided to go to the park. We would go walk every day. It was so nice. We would just go walk every day. Just us just walk every day. And it was nice to get out and have fresh air and stuff like that. So that worked out for us. Um, you know, we got through the pandemic that way. And I remember when things were starting to, you know, clear up, I called Peloton and I was like, um, what's the wait time for a Peloton right now? And they were like, Oh, it's about two months or whatever. And I said, okay, cool. I'll just wait again. Cause now, Oh, by the way, now the price is $1,500. Okay. For the spin bike. It started out at like 600. I remember when I checked the first time and I was like, what? And now it's um $1,500 respectfully. Yes. Okay. So I, um, what did I do? Okay. So I didn't worry about the Peloton. I joined the local gym after the pandemic. Cause like it's opening up now, but it was weird because they were like, wear your mask when you spin. I'm like, oh, I'm not about to wear my mask. And a lot of times I was in there by myself. I didn't even take classes because low key full disclosure, I thought it was kind of weird now, like now that I know what I know to be in a spin class with other people. And you know how they said, like they showed you, um, with COVID, like how the droplets are in the air, like as people are talking, like particles of their saliva is in the air. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so gross. I never knew that. Never thought about it. Never cared to think about it, but I would 
be in these exercise classes and even in our spin class, there's like 40 bikes. The room is so small and we will all be like elbow to elbow, sweating it out to like the, the latest hits. And I'm like, I am never doing that again. That is disgusting. I'm not doing that again. And so that's why the gym was like, oh, you need to wear your um, mask and stuff. And I was like, and they didn't have childcare anymore, but it's okay. Cause my kids were old enough. Now they're like, we ain't going to childcare. We're staying home. We're going to be on our phones. But, um, where was I going with that? Okay. So I was like, okay, so two months. Okay. I said, well, you know what? I'm going to get me a Peloton. I'm going to do it because now I kind of want to just spend by myself. I don't really want to be in a room with people anymore. And I love the whole concept of Peloton is that, you know, you have this screen, your instructors there, they cannot see you. I always thought they could see you, but they cannot see you. You have to be in studio for them to see you. I always, you know, when I was on the outside looking in, I was like, oh, they could see you. That's really cool. They can't. You're just watching them. And the cool thing about Peloton is like, they'll have a Beyonce ride. Like it's all Beyonce hits or they'll do like the nineties hip hop. They'll do a two thousands ride. You got an eighties ride. And I'm just like, this is a whole thing. Like this is the bomb. Like this is what I want. And then I don't have to worry about being in a room with other people you know, inhaling their droplets, you know, and being susceptible to whatever it is they have going on. Not that we live in fear or anything, but I just think it's nasty now. It's like, I don't know, I'm not scared. It's just, it's gross. So I was like, you know, I made a decision in, um, let me see, I have March, 2022. So January of last year, I was like, I'm going to get my Peloton. So I wanted by my birthday, which is in March. So I called and they were like, okay. So we took the order and I had to wait, you know, um, two months. I got it like toward the end of March. And let me tell you, I love it. Okay. So when I got the Peloton, I was super excited because in social media, you will see where they would say, oh, we're going to, you know, we have white glove service. We pull up in the Peloton van and two guys get out and they deliver your Peloton bike. Well, that wasn't the case with me. It was like a beat up truck that pulled up to the house. No white gloves Two just two guys. They've contracted to deliver the bike. And I said, that sucks because now with the demand, they don't have time for all that, you know, bells and whistles stuff of treating their customers. They just want to get you the bike and move on with life. Right. So that's what I get for waiting for so long. I should have got it when it first came out or at least got it before the pandemic. And I would have been able to experience that, you know, high touch uh, client experience that they promised. But I didn't get that. But I was happy about my Peloton. I got it. I'm like, wow, dream come true. I finally got my Peloton bike. Let me lock on. I'm about to get on this bike. And so then I noticed, like, it's, you could see all the other people in the class, like just your username. So there's literally a ranking in the class, guys. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm like, what the H? Like, so we're competing? I did not know you would be competing in this Peloton class. And so I'm like, I'm not competing. I'm not, I'm not doing that because I just want to ride my bike and be in the class and have fun. But it's something that gets in you. You're like, oh, shoot, I'm at the bottom of the leaderboard. It's 2,000 people up in here and I'm number 1,999. That's not going to work. So I would start like going really fast, going really fast, trying to get up to climb the leaderboard, right? And I was like, this ain't working because I'm getting too tired. My heart rate's up. I'm not able to sustain this. And then I'm falling farther and farther behind. And I'm just like, this ain't working because now I'm stressed out. Like I'm not enjoying this ride. I'm stressed out. 
I'm at the bottom of the leaderboard. People are passing me. And what's cool is people can high five you. Like on the screen, a little handle come up. It'll say like Jonas one three two high central high five, and you tap it back and you high five back. And I was getting a lot of those. I'm like, don't feel sorry for me. They were doing that because I was at the bottom of the leaderboard. And I'm like, I'm about to figure this out because this is not going to work for me. I cannot be in these classes at the bottom of the leaderboard. And I didn't even know that we were competing. I thought we were just taking classes. Okay. So I rolled my Peloton again, still at the bottom. You know, I would just get into class. And like after two weeks, I was like, Melina, there's a formula. There is a formula to climbing the leaderboard. And I'm about to tell you what it is. You've stayed on this podcast for this long for me to tell you how to climb the leaderboard. And this has to do with your life as well. All right. So what I've noticed, guys, is that you can't get on that Peloton doing what you want to do. Yeah, you could take you could pick the class you want to take, but you're going to need to follow instructions. Okay. so when Cody Rigsby, who's my favorite Peloton instructor, by the way, shout out to Cody. And um, yeah, he's amazing. And Allie Love. I love all them. But. When Cody tells you, okay, you need to take your resistance to 25 or or 25 to 35 and your cadence needs to be 80 to 100, you need to follow that instruction. Don't be like, oh no, I'm going to take my my resistance to 45 because I want to get the leaderboard. You will not climb the leaderboard that way. You need to follow the instructions. Your your, um, resistance needs to be 25. That's like how hard it's going to be. Make it 25 to 35. So I'll usually go like, now I'm really good. So I'll go like 26 or 27. But you need to stay in that window, okay? Don't think you could do 45, which you can, but you're going to work harder and you're not going to be able to sustain it and you're not going to get anywhere as far as the leaderboard is concerned. And then your cadence, your cadence is how fast you are going. Don't overdo it. Stay in that range, right? Because when you do that, you you have momentum, you get momentum going. So just like in your life, if you have a system, like, you know, you, with your kids, you get home at a certain time, y'all have dinner, you have dinner cooked, they do their homework. It's we're in a system. We're going somewhere with this. We're in a system, right? So you stick to that range, do what the instructor says, and then get this. When the instructors that instructor say, okay, take off that resistance. We're going to go down from 25. We're going to go to take it down to 20, relax, take a break, recover. You must recover. Don't work through that recovery. Cause see, I was doing that and then I would get too tired and then I can't sustain for the remainder of the ride. Take your recovery time. And then sometimes you'll do like a, um, a, it's a, a ride when you're doing weights as well. And then Cody or the instructor will say, Hey, while we're doing these weights, I need you to stop moving your legs. Like you shouldn't be climbing the leaderboard right now. And some people will cheat and still climb the, like still cycling to climb the leaderboard. But I'm like, that's a mental issue that you have. And you shouldn't like stop moving your legs, like they said, and focus on the upper body with the weights. But the big picture here is that you got to stay within the parameters that are given to you to win. And what does that mean? It doesn't mean that you need permission or you gotta seek approval or guidance from anyone. What that means is for your life, you set up these parameters and you follow them and you rest when you need to rest. You rest when your body's telling you to rest. In this case on Peloton, when the instructor says, okay, let's recover, take your one minute recovery. You're not gonna lose anything by recovering. And how many moms or how many dads or parents do you know feel like they gotta like be on the go all the time? 
They can't recover. They can't rest. They're going to lose momentum. It's not true. When you take that afternoon nap or you take, you listen to your body, you actually gain momentum and you win that way. And the same thing with the leaderboard. When you're on that leaderboard and Peloton, your Peloton class, when you take your cadence to the 80 or 100, and he says, we're going to hit the 100 cadence for one for 30 seconds, go all in and then recover. When your instructor telling you, you know, here's your, um, here is the resistance that you're going to, here's the window of resistance. You stay in that window. Don't try to do, don't try to do more and don't do less. Follow the instruction. And so when I discovered that, do you know, I stay on top of the leaderboard. Like I literally just do what they say and I'm never at the bottom and I'm not overdoing anything. I just work when I'm told to work. Like we're going to hit a hundred cadence. That means you're going to go really fast. It's going to be a jog. Uh, we're going to do a heavy climb. I just do what it's told. Like I follow the instruction. And so how many of us are constantly getting downloads of instruction on like, do this, do it this way, or don't do it that way, or call this person. And we just ignore it. We just say, oh no, I'm going to do it my way. And you don't get anywhere. That is so amazing to me. Like one of the things I always say, and I think I said it on the first podcast back is we're always guided. You are always guided. You are never, ever, ever alone ever. And if you learn to just listen to that, that intuition or um, understand that you are being guided, there are instructions. You're not lost. You're always on the right path. You will climb the leaderboard and people will be like, how did you do that? But it's, it's like, swimming downstream you're you know you're just going with the flow and that's how I learned to do well in my Peloton class you go with the flow you are not you you are competing but you are competing strategically and that makes all the difference the same thing with your life you know you you you're dealing with your children your family your life your goals but you're going to compete with yourself strategically And you do that by staying within your range that you've mapped out for yourself because you are, you, you have all the answers within you. So let's be clear about that. We've talked about that. You are always being guided. So when we don't second guess that, because at first I was like, you know, second guessing, like, no, I'm not going to, my resistance is going to be not 35. I'm going to make it 45. But then you're not even getting the cadence that you need to climb the leaderboard. So, cause it all goes hand in hand. So when we learn to stay within our our range that we know that we're being guided in that way in this, this range and we rest when we need to rest, we work when we need to work, how much further along can we get? How many goals can we crush? How much better can we be at parenting? How much better can we be at adulting when we do that? Because now... Now that I've learned the rules of the game, because see, life is a game too. Life is a game and it's rigged in your favor. That means that it's a game that you are guaranteed to win, but you just got to understand and believe that. So with that said, the rules of the game, like with Peloton, I learned the rules of the game. So I'm not on the bike stressing. I don't stress. I'm having fun now because I know the rules of the game. You need to listen Stay within your bound, stay within the guidelines of the cadence and the resistance. 
take your recovery when you need to take your recovery and come back in and put in the work. That is life, right? So that is how you climb the leaderboard. If you are a fellow Peloton um, writer or student, let me know in the comments um, of this podcast and or on the Instagram page. I would love to know your experience of how you climb the leaderboard or do you even pay attention to the leaderboard? I do, but it's amazing now that the freedom that I have within the guidelines, and you know, this is another topic for another day, but I was just talking to my daughter about how children love guidelines too. They like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Not, they like to have processes or they like to have boundaries. That's the word boundaries because boundaries help you not stress and they help you feel safe. And children need that. They need boundaries, right? But in a loving way, like I don't believe in boundaries. Like don't do that. Get out of here. Go sit down. You know, none of that. We're talking about like loving boundaries. Like, hey, I want you to have your bath by 10 or whatever. Um, In my case, I just let my kids do whatever. You know, that's another story. But when they were younger, I would just make sure like they were home. They had a school. It's a school night. We didn't hang out all night. They were home by six at the latest. And that was late because I want to make sure that they have boundaries and they feel safe and they know they can get home and get ready for um, do their homework or do dinner or play and then get ready for the next day. But we can't do that if we're getting home at 10 and 11 o'clock at night. Then you expect for your kids to get up in the morning all rejuvenated for school. It don't work like that. Remember, there are parameters just like on the Peloton bike. These are the these. This is the range. And this is how we're going to work this to climb the leaderboard. And the leaderboard is a leaderboard of life. And so when we understand that and we understand that there are rules to this game, however, we are, we are, are, um, what's the word? We are scheduled to win. We're going to win, but let's just follow this, these guidelines so that we're not stressing. There's no anxiety. We don't have to feel, we don't have to doubt. Because we know it's it's a proven formula. And I be wanting to say formula because that's how they say it on SpongeBob. And for years, like me and the kids always say formula because that's what Mr. Krabs is like. He wants the formula to the Krabby Patty. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's how you climb the leaderboard, ladies and gentlemen. You can thank me later. Try it. Give it a try. If you are a Peloton writer, let me know have, if you've caught on to that formula as well with the leaderboard. And who's your favorite instructor if you are a Peloton um, student. All right. So that is my episode for this week. I know that I dropped some gems today and I would love for you to leave me a five-star review. Let me know how you, um, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, if you don't, I don't need to hear about it. Don't tell me about it. Just walk away. Just walk away. There are so many podcasts. I don't need your feedback on that. But if you enjoy it, I want your feedback and I want you to give me a five-star review. But if you don't, just walk away. Thank you for being here, but just walk away. All right, um, what do I have coming up? So you know what? I did have the first annual Antelope Valley Preschool Fair coming up this Saturday, February 25th at Desert Christian School. However, we are going to postpone it because it is due to snow and rain on Saturday. Like Friday is gonna start like raining really hard. Then Saturday, we're supposed to have snow like crazy, right? In the Antelope Valley. 
So I got some calls from like some uh, emails from um, families who are like, hey, you know, it's supposed to snow or it's supposed to rain and we might not be able to make it. So I was like, okay, cool. We'll reschedule it. So it'll be sometime in March. I'll be sure to um, to announce that on this podcast. And if you're in the Antelope Valley area or if you know a family or friend who has little ones and want to come out to the preschool fair, definitely share this with them. And um, I'll post the flyer on the Family Planet 365 Instagram page so you can share it. But hey, also follow us on IG. Um, join the conversation because that's where we can really chat there. Um, I do want to start taking questions eventually. So if you have questions about family life, marriage life, single life, adult life, kids life, preschool, whatever, I want to be able to offer that insight. So definitely join us over on Family Planet 365. I am so glad you joined me this week and I know and hope that you took away some key points on climbing the leaderboard, whether it's on your Peloton, whether it's in your life, whether it's in parenting, whether it is in your life as a, in general, you are here to win. You are set up to win. And I want you to understand that and know that and trust that because when you win, your kids win, everybody wins. We're all here to win. All right, I'm your host, Melina Jackson at Family Planet 365. I will talk to you later and I've enjoyed spending this time with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here with me today. All right, until next time, remember you can have it all. Bye for now.